Welcome to the Run Pod Option. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. And we are short one Jeff this week. I'm just short. Yeah, Kyle's just short and Jeff is spending time with family, which we all hope you do this week. Happy Thanksgiving. Follow us at Run Pod Option on Twitter. Email us runpodoption at gmail.com. Take a listen to the review show. We recorded it on Monday. Tonight is Tuesday. And because it is rivalry week, we have a lot of and a lot of games to pick. Multiple games. More than more than the 12 we're used to, but not every game. No, because not all games are rivalries. No, that is true. <laughs> yeah, SMU and Tulane is not necessarily a rivalry. Uh, TCU and West Virginia, not so much a rivalry, really. <laughs> it's no. Formerly of the Mountain West and just in the mountains. Yes, and somehow was in the Big East and... Yeah, it's a weird thing, but so was like Louisiana Tech was in the whack at one point. There's nothing more Western than Louisiana, so it's, yeah, it, it was Western Louisiana. So kind of, I they, guess it they made set sense, the maybe. conference up in the uh, in the mid 1800s. Let's be let's be <laughs> so. Last week, I finished five and six on my picks. We pushed on Tennessee, Missouri, which is probably for the best because some of us had. Had Tennessee, I think we all had Tennessee covering, which is honestly a miracle. They won. They beat Missouri, and they're bowl eligible now. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive indeed. So last week I was 5-6. and six. I had the worst week. Kyle had the best week at 8-3, and three, and that's why I think Jeff isn't actually here because he had a 7-4 and four week, which is not bad. 7-4, and four in fact, is great, but it's not, it's not what Jeff holds himself up as a standard, I think. I think he'd tell you the same thing. Well, also, I think that he'd be very upset to realize that his strategy of picking games the way that I did last week actually worked for him. Yeah, and then you swerved and beat him on one more game. It really it really is a, is a face turn. But the only reason I kind of talk about it, so I hadn't really been focusing on the all-time standings, because I think we mentioned last week or the week prior, Jeff's run away with it, right? Yeah. Let's just get a quick update. Jeff is 92 and 62. I am 81 and 73, and Kyle is 74 and 80. This is important because, Kyle, before we make these picks on these 18 games, I want you to know that you are exactly 18 games behind Jeff. (laughs) And we have Jeff's picks, so do you just want to pick the opposite of Jeff for every one of them? We make this a really short show, and then it's boom or bust. It's literally a double or nothing scenario. I think that I'm going to do that, but I'm going to try to justify my pick. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, I'll, I'll get, we'll we'll lead off with with what Jeff picked every time, and then you can come to the conclusion. Because I will tell you, and and uh, we all love Jeff here, especially his friends and family that listen. Which thank you guys for your support. There's a few of cho- of his choices in here that that I'm not going to agree with. I, I, like just downright, I don't think either of us all. Are. Uh, so do you want to go ahead and, and get to the games? Yeah, let's do it. We have Ole Miss visiting Mississippi State. It's the Egg Bowl, and we have Ole Miss. It's only a one-point favorite on the road. Jeffrey picked Mississippi State, and I'm actually going to go Ole Miss because I don't think that Mississippi State can control the Plumley brother. Yes, I'm going to go Ole Miss as well because... Oh, man, I hate supporting anything that has the name Plumlee in it. 
It really makes me upset. But Mississippi State doesn't have anybody by the name name of Tua to hurt in this game. So, yeah. So, what are they looking for? What is their exactly. driving incentive? <laughs> they got nothing in this. They're gonna. They're not derailing Mississippi State's playoff chances. That's for certain. <laughs> it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss all the way. We have a big game with Wisconsin at Minnesota. It's the play-in game for the Big Ten Championship. Jeffrey picked Wisconsin to cover. They're three-point favorites on the road. Hmm. I want to pick Minnesota so bad. I really want to pick Minnesota because we've seen Wisconsin-Ohio State already. Well, do, do it if you're if you're not a coward. Just do it. You had to bring the C word in like that. You had to call yep. me a coward. And with the first name like Marty, we know I don't like being called you know chicken or coward. So I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna pick Minnesota to cover here. <laughs> so am I. I think PJ Fleck is gonna. I mean, it's at home. That place is going to be rocking. And it's game day. It's, yeah. Uh, I think that everything everything's kind of coming together for this to be a, a Minnesota win right there. And to really jettison them into a uh, loss, loss to Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. <laughs> to put the rocket booster on them for a 40-point loss against Ohio State. <laughs> Do they play it in Indian, Indianapolis? That's where they play the Big Ten Championship, don't they? Um, I don't know where they play it. They probably I think that's where they play it. They probably play it in something stupid like Houston or something like that. It is funny. I think the only game that's been played there this year for college was it might have been Ball State against Purdue. Well, Indy the the Colts uh, scrimmaged against a uh, a college team when they played Jacksonville up there. <laughs> I do think this is going to be a good game, good game, and I haven't checked the weather, but since I think it was last Saturday, it's predicted to be snowing during that game, and I'm always here for a snow game, and since Minnesota decided to play outdoors a few years back, we actually might be able to see a fun one. Is there anything more on brand than a Wisconsin-Minnesota snowball? It's perfect. It's, it's it perfect. sounds right. It does. A game that we both have ties to, Virginia Tech at Virginia. Virginia Tech are one-point favorites. This is also a play-in game for whoever gets sacrificed by Clemson. The tie-in, for those who aren't aware, Kyle attended Virginia Tech for was a it one full year or one semester? Yeah, full, full year. A full year. And I got drunk at Virginia a lot. And I did You also go got drunk there. at Virginia Tech. Yeah, I got drunk at both places. And I would say that this rivalry and in particular just the two schools are probably one of the leading factors to why I'm sober now because I turned it on (laughs) I mean uh, they hate they hate each other (laughs) yep UVA hasn't won this game since 2003 and Virginia Tech are coming off their first consecutive shutouts in conference since 1935 it's their last back-to-back shutouts overall since 2005 they had a really cool send-off with Bud Foster last week. It was his last home game coaching. He went out the right way, shutting out an opponent. It was truly, it's honestly the the fitting end, I think, to his career at Virginia Tech. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, with Virginia Tech being one-point favorites, I think that that emotional high is what's going to keep them, it's going to let them down. UVA, I think, is going to cover. And Jeffrey also has UVA to cover. Oh, Thank God. I'm happy I'm getting to pick Virginia Tech here. I don't support anything that UVA does. Basketball, football. The governor wearing blackface. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the Virginia Tech does it just so they can underwhelm in the um, in the ACC championship against Clemson. Part of me really wants Virginia Tech to win because I think they would be. I think that'd be five games in a row that they've won, and that's since they got hammered by Duke, if I'm remembering that right. And Clemson probably smashes, but it would be nice to have a little bit of hope. We, I mean, we wrote Virginia Tech off weeks after that Duke game. We were just like, this is the worst that they've ever been. And they've kind of righted the ship. We, yeah, they, you know what? They absolutely did right the ship. And we pointed at them right after Taggart got fired at Florida State, if you'll remember, because Fuente was already kind of entering the season in the hot seat and they hadn't looked good. And part of that is it was injuries. They had a lot of injuries, but you can only use that excuse so many times when the year before you had almost your entire defensive depth gone because you were kicking them off the team for whatever reason. <laughs> We have Washington State at Washington. The Huskies are seven-point favorites in the Apple Cup. Hmm. I don't know what to do with this game because Washington is not great. Honestly, I'm surprised that it wasn't like more of like a ten-point spread for Washington. Really? See, I think because Washington State on the road hasn't been great. That's true. Or at home, I mean, they lost at home to the UCLA, like the UCLA, the one that, that I've still lost sleep over. I've never gotten it back. <laughs> You're still tired. And they almost lost, I think last week's game was at home too, when Oregon State was up 11 points on them. So maybe the line's not crazy, but I have, I think Mike Leach has given up on half this team. And it's obvious which side that is. <laughs> He doesn't even look at the defense. No, he. Uh, I swear, yeah, he's he. Yeah, he doesn't look at the defense. I can't imagine. Yeah, he just has like they they had the fifty yard line. They're practicing on one side of the field. The offense is on the other, and he never turns around. He's just standing at the forty nine on his side and just staring and yelling at Gordon. Even worse is like during games when the defense is out on the field and they're looking over for like a play call. He just kind of awkwardly, like really slowly, turns his back to them. He's looking at the Microsoft tablet with the quarterback. <laughs> I've got I've got Washington State to cover. I think Washington probably still wins, but I got the Cougars to cover. Okay. What did young Jeffrey do? He went with Washington to cover seven points. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Washington State. Uh, Gordon goes off and just throws everything against them. <laughs> just throws it all, all the time. I really hope this game plan works out for you and you get just incredibly <laughs> close. Uh, that would be amusing. Clemson at South Carolina. We discussed this rivalry a little bit on the last show called, I believe, I, what did I name it? Ducks Got Cooked. And we were putting them in comparison to A&M and Texas' relationship. So we have Clemson at South Carolina. Go listen to that is what I was trying to say. Clemson at South <laughs> Carolina. Clemson are 26-point favorites. And Will Muschamp, I don't think, is going to get fired, which is probably a shame for South Carolina. I think Clemson covers, and Jeffrey agrees with me. Oh, see, this is where my luck is going to change, but uh, South Carolina covers. Um, I have no faith in this pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's truly, it's truly a, it's, it's a chess move. It's not a pick. Yeah, um, let's go with, yeah, yeah, Linsky, uh, he's going to just crush it. I, I have no faith in this pick. I, I'm honestly just hoping that Clemson 
uh, takes out like all of their starters just to rub it in South Carolina's face at halftime, and they, and they win by like twenty four. That's ooh, that's honestly something I hadn't considered until you just said it. But Wake Forest still didn't cover, and they did the same thing. And I think Wake's better than South Carolina. In the yeah, interest, was Wake like really, really hurt though at that point? Was well, they Sam were missing Surratt their hurt? best offensive. Yeah, Surratt was. I mean, they missed their best offensive player, and they still insisted on running the late point mesh where they're basically into the center's ass before they decide whether the running back's going to keep it. Oh, I can't wait to watch that this weekend against Syracuse. Just in the interest of of the show, adding a little bit of time, we don't want to just be picks after picks after picks. Do you want to share, or do you want me to share? The story of our two buddies that went to Clemson, we worked with them. They played for the, the, soccer, the soccer team at Clemson, and they told us about the hazing ritual for rookies when it came to this rivalry. Oh, you go. You go with this. Okay, so I'm going to do my best with the details because this story was told to us now 12 years ago, maybe 13 years ago. <laughs> By an Irish time. dude and a guy who... Uh... Who called us to say he saw a mountain lion when he was driving <laughs> through North Carolina and was wowed by it. Yes. <laughs> David. His name was David. It was David. Yes. So when Clemson played South Carolina, the entire time leading up to it, all the coaches and all the players would mention to the freshmen, listen, this is this is rivalry week. This is the beat the Cox week, right? Beat the Gamecocks. This is beat the Cox week. So they talked about their, their ritual that they do before that game to prep. It's like a team-building exercise, and they said it was going to be a circle jerk. <laughs> so these freshmen kind of knew they were joking, but the players on the team, the upperclassmen, and the coaches dedicated every ounce into this bit. They didn't sell it at all. So finally, one day after practice, it might have been the day before or the week of, they get everybody in the locker room, and they get about 15 people. There's like five freshmen. I think the aforementioned David, who is also Mr. South Carolina, like the Gatorade South Carolina player, I think. For, it's terrifying. Which is insane. <laughs> but they gather them and a few upperclassmen that are in on the joke, and they go, okay, cool. This is it. This is circle jerk time. And they get excited, and like they're ramping it up. And so they start with the freshmen, and it's basically – a waiting game for whichever freshman cracks first. And the minute they go and they pull out their wiener, <laughs> everybody points and laughs. And it's really, when I'm saying it now out loud, there's no way that would fly now. And also kind of no. bullying. I'm going to go ahead and say kind of bullying. What I don't do want to come hazing across. is. That is, that is, yeah, that's, yeah, it's not quite like Texas Rangers hazing, but it is, it is Ooh. pretty, it is pretty rough. Anyways, that, that means Kyle's on South Carolina alone to cover. Jeff and I have Clemson. That's let's, what that means? <laughs> let's move on. That's exactly what that means. The, st- the moral of the story is Kyle whipped out his cock first and picked South Carolina. <laughs> Big pick energy, man. <laughs> Louisville at Kentucky. The all-time record for this, for this game, Kyle. Louisville, Kentucky. You think long-term rivalry, right? Especially basketball. How many times do you think they've played in football? And they started their first game. Their first game was in 1922. First time they played. Um, consider conferences. Consider everything else. You know, it's not always, doesn't always make sense. Uh, I'm going to say that they play, play maybe 50 times. 
They've only played this game 31 times. Wow. Why? But what's crazier <laughs> is they only played, like, the longest win streak was five by Kentucky. And those five games happened between, like, 1922 and 1994. Oh, God. So, I think that maybe Louisville just wasn't in the same, like, division level of football. They must not have been. I guess but the, not. But the all-time record is Louisville 15, Kentucky 16, which is why Jeff and I, not why Jeff, but definitely why I am picking Louisville to cover that three points. Okay, so Jeff went Louisville as well? He did. Yeah, well, obviously I'm going Kentucky. Contrarian in me. Man, I, that's another pick I don't really feel great about. <laughs> there. So I haven't watched much Kentucky this year. Either Are you aware of their quarterback situation? No. So they've, they've lost their first two. And it's my understanding, and this is me learning this information from someone who knows better than I do, but they've apparently just made their wide receiver the quarterback, and they're running the triple option, basically. It's an option quarterback from high school that they're running the system with. So they're just kind of ground and pounding it. They just don't have Benny Snell still. Yeah. And Louisville has some firepower. Yes, and they don't have Josh Allen on the defensive side, too to even that out because Louisville does have some firepower. That team can score. They're not the best defense in the world, but they can score. Kentucky is going to win, so it doesn't matter. Kentucky it is. I'm proud of you. I know how big of a fan you are of their basketball team. So let's pick I like I hate both Kentucky and Louisville. I mean, it's, <laughs> I might hate Louisville more right now. I I just because they're in conference. Well, I think you said to me the moment that it happened that you're kind of warming up on Kentucky, and that was when John Wall was lowered from the rafters and doing <laughs> his John Wall dance. Oh, yeah, that definitely made me happy. And, you know, I just support anything that has Calipari, you know. North Carolina at North Carolina State. North Carolina are seven-point favorites. Jeff has North Carolina State. I've got UNC to cover. Because Sam Howe is, frankly, going to be a fantastic quarterback in a couple of years. I'm going to take UNC as well, uh, because NC State is trash. And Fultz knows this. NC State may truly be... Are they the worst ACC team? No, Syracuse is. Mm, NC State beat Syracuse, didn't they? Yes, it was ugly, too. Oh, no. Georgia, Georgia Tech has something to say. It was 16-10. to 10. Georgia Tech terrible. beat Miami. And North Carolina State. Okay, well, okay, yeah. So I'm going to say Syracuse because Syracuse got beat by NC State, sixteen to ten. We know it's not Boston College because of what they did. <laughs> Another bad ACC team, Florida State, visit Florida, and the Gators are eighteen point favorites at home. Jeff has Florida State. It's probably the smart pick, um, but I'm not here to be smart. So give me Florida. Uh, to just go out and absolutely dominate the shit out of Florida State. I think that Florida State, they got belt ball eligible, and they're going to be fat and happy with that. <laughs> they're going to fall apart. Yeah, part of me thinks this game might end up being closer than it should be, but I do think Florida pulls away. I just don't think it's by 18 points, so I'm going to go with the Seminoles. Here's an exciting one. Louisiana Monroe at Louisiana Call them what they really are. The artist formerly... No, no, no. They're, they are University of Louisiana. I They're know. the artist formerly known as Louisiana Lafayette. That's all they're ever going to be to me. Damn it. You know what's crazy about this game is if 
the University of Louisiana, because I respect them, win this game. It'll be their first 10-win season ever in the entire program's history. Wow. And what a fitting way to go out against your in-state rival. They're 21-point favorites. I don't know if I mentioned that. And Jeff has Louisiana Monroe covering that 21 points. <laughs> Are you going to go with the artist formerly known as ULL? Yes, because and they're actually going to hang my uh, my quote about them uh, never being called Louisiana University University of Louisiana on their uh, on their corkboard in the in the locker room as a uh, locker locker room material. It's um, going to be going to piss them off. They're going to staple they're going to staple it to a whiteboard. Listen, it's Louisiana; they do weird things there, and they're going to see. <laughs> Staple stuff to a whiteboard. How do you staple stuff to a whiteboard? Louisiana finds a way. They always it was find it was a very way. it was intentional the way I said it that way. Trust me. I'm insane right now. <laughs> We're gonna stay in the state. And something else that was insane was last year's AM and LSU seven overtime thriller. Texas AM goes to LSU. LSU are 15 point favorites, and they're gonna want to avenge that loss last year. So I think LSU, I know Texas A&M is not a bad team. I think LSU is going to cover the 15 points. And Jeffrey agrees with me. Man. You know, we really should have done, one of us should have done a Jeff impression. Should it be me since I've got his picks? (laughs) Yes. All right, I'll do a Jeff impression. LSU. (laughs) That was awful. I really, I'm not, I can't do that. I can't do it to Jeff. I respect him too much. He knows more about this than we do. Wait, more than we do. At least more than I do. Let's see. Oh, God. I've got to, I've got to pick a and I'm committed to the bit here. I'm just so impressed by how consistent Kellen Mond is. I'm so, so impressed that you're doing this. I honestly am just, I'm a pig and shit happy right now. <laughs> um, I, I just real. I mean, Jimbo Fisher has that that program firing on all cylinders. We talked about it on the last show. How great he's doing! So they're obviously <laughs> going to cover this, and you know, lose by fourteen. Oklahoma are at Oklahoma State. It's time for bedlam, and Oklahoma State. In case you didn't know, they played without their starter last week. He's out for the season. Spencer Sanders. This is another shout-out to our listener, Michael, in Charlotte, North Carolina. He says, I talk about Spencer Sanders too much, and we made a bet on whether or not Spencer Sanders would be a Heisman finalist, and Michael didn't have the wherewithal, the balls, to meet me on that bet. He's a real coward. True coward. He is the true coward. Jeff picked Oklahoma State to cover the 13 points. I do not. I have the Sooners. Beating Oklahoma State by more than 13 points. Ooh, so yeah, so Spencer Sanders done. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, you, you got I got to go, Oklahoma. I actually do feel good about that right there. Yeah, I do and too, frankly. No, no, uh, no new quarterback. A new quarterback going into that game, and Jalen Hurts, is, they're going to be trying to put up some points too because they're trying to uh, – there's that window of opportunity right there to uh, <laughs> sneak into the – the fi- the final uh, spot in the playoffs right now, yeah, they're they're going to be firing on all cylinders. Thanks, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. And you know what? Thank you, Sun Devils. And the Arizona State Sun Devils host Arizona this week, and Arizona State are twelve and a half point favorites 
Jeffrey has Arizona State covering. In fact, he wrote me a big paragraph about how much he likes Herm Edwards. I'm not going to read it on air. It's really, he has chicken scratch handwriting. Not afraid to bury him there. I've got Arizona covering, and I don't think they're very good, but I think Arizona State, it's a prime letdown spot, and I feel like Arizona's going to end up playing their best game all season. I kind of feel the same way, actually, so I don't hate picking Arizona here. And also that paragraph I heard that uh, Jeff wrote, I heard it was pretty salacious, too. Like it was. There was a few words in there that, you know, we, we do cuss on this show, but they were so uncouth, I would have had to bleep them out. So really, it's probably a blessing that Jeff's spending time with his family so that he can then use words that should not ever be said on the radio to his family instead. <laughs> I like the idea of him just like cussing them out for no reason. Just like lay it into his mother-in-law walks in and he just like walk. I can't I can't even pretend to say what he he wouldn't say it. <laughs> But just yeah. like he just drops like the C bomb when she walks in. <laughs> coward, right? Yeah, coward. <laughs> Texas Tech are not cowards, and they go to Texas. Texas is nine. They are nine and a half point favorites after pretty much getting shut out by Baylor. I think I'm going to go Texas Tech. And Jeff agrees with me. So this will be interesting. <laughs> Oh, it's Texas. They're going to come out and they're going to play the best game of their year. Uh, they're, Sam Ellinger is just going to turn into the world beater. He's going to pronounce that they're back after they win. After they finish 7-5? and five. Yeah. They're, they're back to over 500. So, it's uh, yeah, Texas. This is going to be their day. They're going to win by 10. He's sitting back in his room. He's on his bed. He's on Twitter, maybe. And he gets an email and he sees that it's an invitation to the Sun Bowl in El Paso. And he goes, you know what guys? I think we're back. Yeah. He then says, got more wins than Baker's got this year. (laughs) Who's laughing now? Baker, Terry Bradshaw, what are you doing? As I have seven wins and you (laughs) questioned my ability to quarterback. Cincinnati go to Memphis And Memphis are nine-point favorites, and this game is going to get replayed next week for the AAC Conference Championship. Cincinnati's really struggled three of the last four weeks, and since Memphis has beaten SMU, they've looked pretty great. But in almost every game they play, it seems like they like not necessarily playing, they don't like playing from behind, but it takes them just a second to sharpen their knives. And USF... I believe was up in the first quarter against them. And then Memphis, I believe won by 30. Like they blew the doors off of them. Cincinnati's okay. probably got the best defense that Memphis is going to be playing all year. Temple would have been the closest, but they hung 40 on Temple. I think Memphis wins here, but I think Cincinnati might cover. So I'm going to pick Cincinnati and Jeff is also picking Cincinnati, and we also know how much Jeff loves teams from Ohio, so that makes sense, honestly. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a huge Ohio mark. Um, his favorite one is in Columbus. He really loves them. Big fan of Hawthorne Heights. Oh yeah, yeah. He's been. I've seen him wear that. Uh, the the Ohio is for lovers shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Hawthorne Heights beanie that he always yeah. wears to work. Yes. Uh, the and then the. Uh, the LeBron James um, like throwback jersey that he wears every day. 
And oddly, the, the LeBron James like sweatband over the beanie, kind of defeating the purpose of catching the sweat on his forehead. But he wears that whenever he works out too. Both of them, the beanie and the sweatband. Yes, and every room that he walks into, he throws salt in the air. Yeah, it's just very frustrating. The people don't vacuum at our work very frequently, so it just sounds like you're walking across crushed glass at this point with all the sand around Jeff's desk. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Memphis. Um, I think that Penny Hardaway comes in and does some uh, some some uh, assistant coaching for some reason. No, I, I actually I could I could really see Memphis going out going out and dropping like. Winning by like twenty on them, absolutely, uh, uh, just because of what they did to Temple, um, and they might be trying to deal a serious body blow going into that co- into that conference championship game, just to be like, just to like completely de- demoralize them going into it. I think Memphis, because they did. It is important to to mention they did lose that Temple game, but they scored a lot of points. I think mm-hmm. my pick. I'll be honest, I think Memphis is going to win big, but I think Cincinnati's also better than their most recent results that have driven this spread to nine. So I'm just, I'm kind of hoping to see Cincinnati revert to old, if nothing else, just to be a competitive game. It is kind of a bummer that they're going to play next week, though. That is always a weird bit. I could honestly see it going where they're both like not showing their hands this week. Right, really, really, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Maybe. And it ends up being like a 9-6 to six game. God, that'd be ugly. <laughs> There's no telling what the weather's going to do, because it's probably still going to be pretty cold in Memphis, but they'll yeah. probably be at least walking in it. Georgia. Oh, no. I was honestly looking for a uh, for a way to sneak in walking in Memphis, too, so. Thank you. Yeah, see, I, we're kindred spirits. Yeah. This is what happens, Jeff, when you don't show up to the show. A lot of bad jokes. Well, that happens when he's on the show, too. That's true. Yeah, usually he's jumping and piling on. <laughs> the whistle's blowing for a late hit. <laughs> Personal fouls all day long. Targeting. Oregon State at Oregon. Oregon are 20-point favorites at home. The Beavers, this is their last shot at bowl eligibility. Oregon's defense showed that they can have the top taken off. And get thrown on downfield. But I think part of that reason was Arizona State's running back was running very, very, very tough and ran very, very frequently. I don't think Oregon State has the balance. And I think that Oregon covers the 20 points. Ooh. Jeff has picked the Beavers to cover. In fact, hold on. I just got another text message. He said Oregon State wins by 20, which is honestly the boldest prediction I've seen. Wow. He's living that Sean Mannion dream. I'm going to go with Oregon. Uh, and I'm going to say Justin Herbert has a big game. It's at home. It's a rivalry game. Oregon State, you know, they're they're going to be playing a little tight because they know that they have to win it. And uh, it's not going to it's not going to work out for him. Alabama at Auburn. Auburn are three and a half point underdogs at home. And Alabama, obviously, doesn't have Tua, but they may not need him. Jeff has Alabama covering the three and a half points. I have Alabama covering as well. Auburn, going to cover. But they're going to lose. They're going to lose by three. Yeah, it does feel like a (laughs) 21-18 loss. I feel like this is going to be kind of a slog of a game, honestly. 
I don't think I mean, it'll be very entertaining, unfortunately. No. Alabama, I mean, yeah, they put up a ton of points this past week, but it wasn't Western Kentucky. Western uh, Carolina. Or Western Carolina, either. Yeah. Yeah, Western Kentucky would have been Put some respect around. on the Catamounts. I'm so, uh, I will not. I mean, we saw what the offense kind of looked like against Mississippi State after Tua went out. They scored three points. I know that they kind of threw a quarterback in there, but I just don't see enough. It's just going to be ugly. I agree. Georgia at Georgia Tech. Georgia are 29-point favorites. And I'm actually going to do – let me do some research. Hold on one second. Has Georgia scored 29 points this year? Yeah, I know they have. But I was going to say the last time they scored – what did I say it was? 29? Yeah. Okay, the last time Georgia scored 29 – more than 29 points – was when they scored 43 against Tennessee. And the only other times they scored more than that was 55 against Arkansas State, 63 against Murray State, and 30 against Vanderbilt. Putting up 43 on, on Tennessee, that's a, that's a bowl eligible team right there. That is impressive in hindsight. <laughs> I've got Georgia Tech to cover. Okay. Aiming for, I believe, their fourth win, which is way more than anybody expected. Honestly, the fact that they're at three is a miracle. And they did, I want to remind you, lose to our troops, the Citadel. Ah, yes. Jeff picked Georgia to cover. Thank you, Jeff. I'm going to go with Georgia Tech. Once again, I don't know if Georgia scores 29 points in this game, much less wins by 29. So that's that's my only reasoning. I don't think Georgia Tech's very good. And I don't know if they really give them any kind of a fight, but I just don't think that Georgia's going to score enough to win by 29. It's ultimately, I think, going to be on turnovers. If Georgia Tech loses this game, right, and they only score a touchdown maybe at the most, but they don't turn the ball over and give Georgia free field position, I see them covering 29 easily. It's if you get in trouble and you have a pick six, and that ends up being the difference on something like a spread like this. Yeah. Finally, we've got a huge game. We saved this for last because our co-host Jeff is a huge Michigan fan, and there's not a bigger game this week, I don't think, than Ohio State at Michigan. Ohio State are nine-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, and Jeff has Michigan covering that nine-and-a-half points. Did he really? He really did, which is an absolute shocker to me. I mean, it's not surprising. He did come into work yesterday with a uh, with his with his face painted blue and gold with a big giant M right in the middle of it. Yeah, it was um, tough because the it was especially he kind of looked like the Ultimate Warrior because the middle of the M came across the bridge of his nose. Yes, and he did rip off his shirt and he told us to to feel the power of the Wolverine. So, just a quick recap: I want to talk about the last few times that Jeff has actually picked Michigan to cover. He picked them to cover against Notre Dame. He was right. He picked them to cover against Michigan State. He was right. He picked against them to cover against Indiana. So he picked Indiana to cover. He was wrong. He lost faith. And I think this is him crawling back. And I don't think it's going to work. I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. I'm going to go with the Buckeyes too. Jeff is crawling back to the altar of Harbaugh. And when he gets there, Harbaugh's just going to look down at him, spit in his face, and let Shea Patterson throw three picks and get mauled by Chase Young. That I am worried for Shea Patterson. Truly. Yes. 
Well, we did it. Kyle, I cannot believe you actually picked the opposite of every Jeff pick. If you go, if you go 18 and 0, I don't know what I'll do. If you go 18 and 0, I will get a Kickstarter or one of those like GoFundMe's and we will put it on the Twitter and try to get you some money to put towards the down payment that you and your wife are <laughs> are saving up for if this works if you go All 18 and 0 the dozens of our listeners will be donating cents listen 30 dollars helps michael will be going will be putting in a cent every day yeah that's that's that. <sighs> michael's michael's full of full of bits and we appreciate him and we appreciate every one of you guys that are listening thank you for tuning in kyle do oh, you have wait, any wait, parting wait. words oh we're okay i Here. do I'm surprised that something didn't come up that I guaranteed a couple weeks ago. And that was that this weekend, on my birthday, no no less, Syracuse will beat Wake Forest. Oh, I totally forgot about that prediction. It won't mean anything if they do, but it'll mean something to me. Do you still feel good about that prediction? No. <laughs> Not at all. But I haven't felt good about half these picks today, and you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to lean into it. Well, I guess sorry for letting them on. You know what? It wasn't a rivalry. That's why I didn't have it on the on the it's list. It's not a rivalry. It's just a stupid prediction. I'm betting against myself here. All right. Well, let's go orange. Yes. And everyone, I hope you have a fantastic holiday week. I hope you have a fantastic week 14 ahead. There should be some really bang. There should be there's some bangers here. This is going to be an awesome week. Unlike week 14. Well, this is week 14. This is week 13. No. Why does the, your sheet say week 13? That's the week 13 review show we did. I'm looking at the, the pics that you sent us. And it says week 13. Because I didn't change the number. <laughs> oh, okay. This is week 14. Better than week 15. We were both right. Yeah, better than conference championships. <laughs> Wait, no. Are conference championships next week or is it uh, just the Army-Navy game? Is it both? Because Army Navy's on Sunday, I believe. Mm. I've seen. I remember we. I remember years where it was just Army Navy. If only there was a way for us to look this up. There is no such thing. The ACC championship game will be played on December seventh. Well, screw me. Man, I was wrong. You know what? Hopefully, this is the only time, two times you're wrong, and we're going for eighteen and zero. Let's That's get right. this GoFundMe going. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Kyle, Happy say goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat your turkey. Yeah. Don't, don't eat the turkey. Fry the turkey, maybe. No, no. Fried turkey has peanut oil, and I don't like that. You don't have to use peanut oil. Everybody uses it. Everybody. Sweeping everybody. generalizations. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for. Typical, typical Kyle. Bye-bye. Jeff, we missed you. Bye. Hi, my name's Joshua Tracy. And I'm Corwin Heller. And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.